0: Hello and welcome to this special edition of the Leaders Sport Business Podcast. Leaders Week London, AKA the greatest show in sports business, AKA the big one, is just around the corner. And so we thought we should tell you a bit more about it. That's me, David Cushnan, Content Director at Leaders, and two of the absolute serious big cheeses of the Leaders team, Laura McQueen, Managing Director, Leaders, Hannah Redfern, Event Director, Leaders, Good to have you both in the studio and it's pretty remarkable to get the three of us together at this time of year in the studio. How are we feeling with Leaders Week just around the corner?
1: We're feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm actually feeling surprisingly good. I think we're benefiting from being later in October this year. Still, still anxious but not quite, you know, it feels like we've got a little bit more time on our hands.
0: It's a pretty frantic time of year, um Hannah, one of the most exciting documents in play within the leaders' business at the moment is the operational master plan
2: <laughs> it is. um
0: how how is the spreadsheet looking?
2: It's looking busy we I feel like we have a lot going on this year. we can we'll come on to it later, but lots of things for people to tune into, to get stuck into um lots of different bits and pieces going on. so yeah, it's a very busy schedule
1: it is um David, when was the last
2: time you went into that spreadsheet?
0: Uh, fifteen minutes ago, <laughs> fifteen minutes ago, I was chased he's to got do lucky, it. I he's was got lucky chased there. to do it, but fifteen minutes ago, I'm you know Who all lost... details updated. <laughs> Who
2: lost spreadsheets the most in the leader's office?
0: Oh, that's a very good question. I Definitely think you're, you. I think you're probably up there. Hannah. I to did. Be I did
2: actually help someone with a, an Excel query not ten minutes ago. Mm. So that's it, I was proud of that. It was me,
0: wasn't it? It was you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: my, my my sort of my thought process there at DC was it's not you. Is the short answer to that? No, it's not me. That's okay. That's okay. If you
0: press me, I'm more of a Microsoft Word man. Fair play, fair play. Right. So, over the next few minutes, what we're going to do on this podcast is to give everybody a taster of what's to come at Leaders Week this year, what's the same, what's new, what we're looking forward to, what you should be looking out for, uh, plus a couple of top tips for making the most out of your experience. Let's start with the most important details the dates, Monday the 16th to Thursday the 19th of October. The summit at Twickenham is Wednesday and Thursday of that week. That's the 18th and the 19th. And we start, Laura, on the Monday with our, the next instalment of our Leaders Meet Diversity series and our Leaders Diversity Forum.
1: Yes. Um, before we do that, should we debate how a week has turned into four days? I feel like I get that question and people want to know, how is it a week if it's Monday to Thursday? But it's a bit of creative license, really, isn't it?
0: Well, it is. But actually, the way that the working week seems to be moving. Does well, anyone it, work Fridays well, at I'm not sure. We're f- I think we're falling into line with the rest of the industry.
1: I feel like if we did an event on the Friday, it wouldn't be very well
2: attended. I think people need Friday to recover. There's a lot going on. Yeah, I agree. We agree. pack a lot into that four days. So I think Friday is a good A out.
0: day for flagged emails.
2: Yeah, that's (laughs) Um, what we do on our Friday. So Monday,
1: uh, Diversity Forum, part of the Diversity Series, Leaders Meet Diversity Series, taking place at Google. Shout out to the team at Google who... Have been working furiously to help us put on the event at their beautiful venue in London. It's going to be a banger, have to say. Um, Javan on our team has done an excellent job quietly and diligently behind the scenes and um, putting together a, a banger of a program. He is this year pulled together a program that focuses on the past, the present, and the future, um, and what Javan calls the turning point. We at Leaders have been running these diversity programs for probably seven or eight years now, I want to say, um, and it's it can be difficult to kind of uncover new conversations and to really try and move the conversation forward. We really don't want it to be an echo chamber. So I really love what he's done in terms of looking back, thinking about where we are now and then looking ahead at where we want to go as an industry. We've got some fantastic speakers. I'll do a bit of name dropping. Are we going to do a bit of name dropping? Yeah, yeah. Yes,
0: please.
1: Uh name dropping. So Super excited personally about Dr. Cara Allen, who's the chief impact officer flying over from the San Antonio Spurs. I think that is going to be a super interesting insight, given where the US is when we talk about equity, diversity and inclusion. Azim Rafiq, former professional cricketer. I think that will be fascinating. Also flying in, I believe. And then one um, who caught the eyes of... Us in the office when the post was announced, Kenny Anand Jonathan, who's the creative director at Crystal Palace, and to my knowledge, DC, you probably know better than I do, but I think that's the first kind of official creative director in that kind of role. I know there are a few people out there doing similar creative roles.
0: Yeah, for certainly for a Premier League team here in the UK, he is uh, Javan and I actually had a. Call with him to sort of introduce ourselves, introduce leaders to him, and sort of, um, I guess, pitch the idea of him coming to join us a few weeks ago. Really fascinating uh, guy. He is. Um, he's tasked with a much broader role as well than simply fashion, which is often how these creative director roles get positioned in the media. And there's been a lot of media about his appointment, but he's got a, a really broad, wide-ranging role about making cultural change happen across the club so mm-hmm. really keen and completely agree a great booking and uh one well worth looking out for on on monday of leaders week i'm also looking forward to hearing from eugene amodadze who is a um he's the team gb um, 100 meter sprinter who qualified out of the blue for the world championships recently he's a uh, i think he's 31 so wow. you know relatively old for somebody to make a, a breakthrough he's actually an accountant by day you know
1: yeah, national doesn't, team
0: British sprinter by night. Um, doesn't
1: Japan call him the fastest ever accountant? Yes, I love fastest, that. The
0: fastest accountant in the West, something like that. So um, yes, it should be a fascinating afternoon. They're always great afternoons. The Diversity Forum and uh, full details, and in fact, full details of course of anything we talk about here are on the Leaders in Sport website. Also happening in the build-up to the summit as part of Leaders Week, if we move to Tuesday the 17th, we've got our Broadcast Disruptors Think Tank. This is happening at the Premier League's rather swanky new offices in Paddington. Invite only, so if your name's not on the list, you're not coming in. But if you'd like to be on the list, send me a note. We've got a really good topic for this one, loyalty, incentives, and gamification of content. It's one of the big topics in the content and digital and broadcast space at the moment. And perfect hosts in the Premier League, uh, we're going to have a a small presentation for that closed private session on the runaway success of Fantasy Premier League.
1: What does that mean for the the sort of people who are not in that space within the industry, DC? Gamification of content. Talk to me a little bit about why that's interesting and what people are talking about.
0: So it's the way in which uh, sports content, sports broadcast is merging with or moving more towards gaming in terms of production, in terms of adding competition elements, in terms of adding incentives, in terms of the ability to... Um, to gain points for for your loyalty, all of that. And we're seeing it in all sorts of leagues and teams across the world. A lot of it is connected to things like fantasy sports, the ability to um, have fantasy sports data as part of the graphics package that you might see during a live sports event. There's a sports betting element to this as well. But there's also um, targeting of younger and younger audiences who we know are obsessed by uh, gaming and in the constant quest for younger audiences uh, sports organisations and sports media organisations increasingly looking to that world and what works in terms of interactivity in terms of you know fans feeling like they have an input and a say in either the broadcast or the actual sport itself and all of that we're going to discuss during that think tank on Tuesday afternoon
1: important question yes do any of us know who's at who's at the top of the Leaders Premier League, fancy league at the moment. I have got no idea.
0: I decided not to play this year because I always get to about this time of year and forget all about it. So I'm not actually sure. Hannah, don't look
2: at me. You're looking at the wrong person.
1: I think it's. I'm going to put my money on Paul, head of sales. Paul, I He's think very
2: competitive.
1: He takes it seriously. He he's, does. What, he's listening to all the data, so we'll check it when we come. He's got a sort
0: of data war room at home, I think. Yeah, where, with all the latest stats.
1: He's got about ten blogs
0: that he follows.
1: And how many industry Premier League fantasy? football leagues do we think there is i think there's a lot
0: i think there's too many right
1: enough enough said on that topic
0: uh right from the you know smart casual uh, dress code of the broadcast disruptors think tank to a rather more formal dress code in the evening of tuesday the 17th of october uh hannah come to you on this one the leaders sports awards are back fabulous location fabulous night of celebration
2: They are. um, Very excited about this one. We are back at the Glorious Natural History Museum. Um, So lovely one for anyone attending out town. Lovely, iconic venue to get to. Uh, We will be celebrating winners in content creation, innovation, fan experience, sponsorship, esports and gaming. Um, We also have three purpose awards, um, which are community, inclusion and sustainability. And we'll be celebrating a new cohort of leaders under 40. So loads of celebrating to be done. Great kickoff to the week um, for anybody that hasn't been to Leaders Week before. Great way to come. You know, you can still book tables and seats for that. Really good networking opportunity, I think, before the week kicks off. Um Hayley McQueen is hosting that for us. So that will be really exciting.
0: And it's genuinely an incredible venue. It's I think it's easy it's for us. We've been going there for mm. 5 6 years potentially yeah. now but it's a take your breath away venue when you walk in and you see it all sort of lit up not least because there's always a an incredible behind the scenes panic uh, to there get is. everything prepared in the very short time between museum closing and yeah. doors opening we have for, we have um,
2: about 90 minutes it's quite incredible that turnaround yeah if um, you watch one of the time lapse videos yeah, it is
1: incredible fun. it's like it's like a swarm of people come out and turn the whole thing around in like sixty minutes. It's I think it's
2: the most stressful point of the week. I would agree. Getting Getting last year,
1: <laughs> last year was definitely the most stressful point yes. of the week.
0: <laughs> and it's the most stressful night of the week for me because I'm always not quite sure if I'm going to get my allocated seat or food or food.
2: Oh, I was thought you were going to say you're not sure if you're going to get an award. I, I Be awarded for your great work.
0: I think that's unlikely.
2: <laughs> but
1: the guests don't, won't feel any of that stress from a guest perspective. It's an, uh, it is such an incredible evening. Yes. It's great fun.
0: And do check out the website. Uh, I think there's still time to book a table if you would like. Yeah. So uh, do have a look at that because it is a heck of a night. And it's the precursor to two days of red hot conferencing at the summit at Twickenham Stadium. We're back there Wednesday, the 18th, Thursday, the 19th. Uh, This is all your favorite industry friends, a load of new friends as well, all in the same room. Three stages, all sorts happening. We're going to take you through this in some detail uh, because there's plenty to say here. Bigger and better than ever, though. It feels like we're looking at all the data Mm -hmm. we're getting about attendees, certainly in terms of the amount of content we're putting together, the amount of surrounding programming. I think, the biggest one ever?
1: Definitely the biggest one ever. Definitely in terms of number of people we're expecting, Mm -hmm. but also in terms of the amount of stuff going on. We sort of had this vision when we spoke about it earlier in the year that we wanted to have it be big enough that it's relevant to, you know, if you are in a role within the sports industry, there is something on the content agenda that is going to help you in your job. But also the feedback that we've had around coming up with these sort of smaller opportunities for people to really meet the people that they particularly want to meet. So I think we've gone in big on trying to create a kind of multi-dimensional experience for people where they can have that sort of at-scale opportunity, but also one-to-one meetup so we can get into that. Before we do, mm. maybe we should run through, like, how does one get to Twickenham? Mm-hmm.
0: This is interesting because I haven't prepared notes on this, but one way to we get to Twickenham is to get the train to Twickenham station. Are you talking literally about how you well, we get think, to Twickenham?
1: Well, I'm thinking literally, yes. <laughs> or how
0: you, how you buy a pass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We know you can buy a pass okay. to, to get yourself into Twickenham. However, the most common feedback that often is, is sort of like, what's the, what's the journey? And and people mm-hmm. think it's in, you know, I don't know, the outer echelons of Mars. But David, you live on the other side of London. If yeah. you were to get to Twickenham, how would you get there? Uh, well, yours I've, is easy.
0: Why well, I'd expect a car way. personally, but I'm staff. <laughs> but um, I have taken the train to Twickenham a number of times. Very simple to get there, and it's a, I would say it's a 12 minute walk from train yeah. station at Twickenham to the registration tent uh, at the event. So it's it's a it's a lovely way to start the day.
2: We have a lot of international people flying in. Heathrow is 20 minute, 20 mm-hmm. minutes, 25 minutes in a cab. So that's nice and easy. We'll point out we've got free parking this year. Oh. So, oh. yeah, it's a big one. It's a big one. I know a lot of people uh, A lot of will be looking forward to this. Um, we had a lot of people get stung by tickets last year. They, they got post-event. We had to follow up with a few of those. So switching all the cameras off. There's a lovely big car park. So if you are thinking of driving... Uh, that'll be nice and simple. So that's another option. When you say
0: switching all the cameras off, I'm just, <laughs> checking, <laughs> you, you, I'm just checking you've agreed this with Twickenham rather than you're going to go around. I don't know anything.
2: <laughs> and it will be there, switching off the yeah. cameras just so you don't get a ticket. No, it's it's all, all above board, all above board. Um, no putting in your, your registration plate, anything of that. Just you'll be absolutely fine.
0: It's the small things, drive. isn't it? It and is. It's, the it's, seamless, so it's about the seamless now. experience.
2: It's the people. That's what people care about. If they have to queue for
1: registration or mm-hmm. can't travel, that's what you hear about. Food. We'll get on to food. But oh, don't you one.
0: worry. We've got the food, food section <laughs> coming up soon. <laughs>
1: but what I was going to say is the key on the train is get the fast train. The fast train to Twickenham. Because mm-hmm. there is a major difference between... Stopping train, fast train. So if you're coming from um, internationally or you are not London based, just look for the fast train from Waterloo because that makes a significant difference. And it is
0: super quick. And there's a lot of excellent hotels in and around uh, Twickenham as well. If you haven't quite booked your accommodation for Leaders Week, plenty of options and we can share those if required. some not so good options as well, which we've experienced over the years. We won't talk about that. leader staff, but uh, we won't talk about that. Um, that's for another podcast. That's for another podcast. That's for my exit podcast. Um, <laughs> Laura, let's talk a little bit more about um, some of these meetups that are happening. We'll, we'll come on to stage content in a minute where we've got three stages, but we have got a number, as you said, of specific private gatherings for specific um, groups of people.
1: Yes. So from the top, the Women in Sport Breakfast, we hosted that last year with Wasserman. Wasserman are kindly partnering again for this year's Women in Sport Breakfast. Although the title is Women in Sport, men are allowed to attend. Just wanted to flag that up top. But it's a really great way. It's first thing on the Wednesday morning. It's a really good way of meeting people in a more intimate environment as you enter the event. I do know, I mean, I personally get quite a lot of feedback, particularly from women, but I'm sure it's true of men as well, that it can be quite overwhelming when you go into an event of that scale and you're kind of looking around and you don't really know where to start. Um, It takes a fair amount of, um, I guess, confidence to kind of just up and talk to someone. So the Women of Sport Breakfast, because it's a slightly smaller environment, it's got a little bit of light content, but it's a really nice way to kick off the event, I would describe it as, and an immediate network of people to kind of have friendly faces with throughout the course of the event. The CEO Forum always or the CEO experience, I should say, is always a great opportunity for CEOs and COOs to get together and talk about in a peer-to-peer Chatham House environment, what is at the top of their list of priorities at the moment. I know that they really enjoy the opportunity to kind of have, you know, these people are incredibly busy, everyone is, but they're incredibly busy for them to take 90 minutes out of their day. To have that kind of peer-to-peer environment in what I think can sometimes be a relatively lonely job is really well received. That backs into the VIP drinks reception, very important part of the week. And actually, we have a couple of CEO dinners. So if anyone is a CEO and wants to be a part of that, I think reach out to us. That would be great. Two new for this year, which I'm really excited about, marketing and brands meetup. So that's taking place on day one, on the Wednesday of the summit, and we're going to be looking at purpose-driven partnerships and actually, again, a peer-to-peer Chatham House environment where marketers and brands alike can really delve into what does a really great ROI and a purposeful partnership look like, Um, the commercial and partnerships meetup is on the second day in the morning. Both of these, I believe, DC, around 12 o'clock, around midday on day one and day two. The commercial and partnerships meetup is, you know, actually a large proportion of our audience, I would say, sit in that bracket of commercial partnership driven roles. We are looking at bringing those people together to meet one another and extend their network, which is something directly off the feedback that we got last year. Negotiation is on... So we can negotiate how we can make the most of that for them. um, But that's going to be a great one. The other one, just to round off, uh, there are two sort of sector specific events happening. So we've got a HR think tank, which is happening on the Thursday. I'm really interested in that one because it's an audience that we haven't really known as well from a leader's perspective so I'm really interested to hear what's on their mind um, we've got a couple of spaces there so if you are a HR or people director please do reach out to us and we'll we'll get you in on that and the other one is the tech alliance so our sister company sports business journal will be hosting a meetup for directors of digital and technology lead roles and um, looking at what's on their mind and how they can kind of look to share best practice so all in all essentially I mean what functions haven't I ticked off there
0: I think you just about covered everything. Certainly we'll we'll think about it for next year, I think, if there are any more, but and let us know actually. You know, yeah, we're absolutely. Always, always keen for feedback. Now, Hannah, the map of Twickenham. The I was map looking of at it. Do we call it a map? What do we call it?
2: Map of the stadium. A map yeah. of
0: the stadium. And I saw something for Leaders Week in it called The Partner Village. Oh. Yeah. What is the partner village and why is it going to be great?
2: The Partner Village, very excited about this. So it's essentially our networking hub where all of our partners will be present, uh, showing, demoing everything that they're doing. Um, We have revamped it for this year, so we are looking to just be more creative with it. I think it'll be a really nice space. We have got a few new activations happening in there. Coffee, you'd be surprised how many people don't like conference coffee. And we had some good coffee last year and it went down a storm. So Pearl Finders um, are back with a coffee hub this year. So if you're looking for your good cup of coffee, um, go and find Pearl Finders. Um, we have introduced a new juice bar, um, which will be hosted by Stats Perform.
0: Do we have any news on flavours?
2: There are three. There's a, there's a berry burst in there. Okay. Did we get Something my else. note about not having one? Can we have one that doesn't have bananas in it? Yes, definitely. Speaking for
1: the, <laughs> the, the, the non-banana of,
2: lovers. Yeah,
1: that's my special request. Did that one get in?
2: Uh, there, there is, yeah. I'm sure there's one with that banana. We'll, do, we'll speak to Stats Perform. Check that they're happy with that. Um, But yeah, Juice Bar, I think that would be nice. Keep people going. Um, La Liga and EA Sports um, are hosting a networking lounge. Um, Really important, I think. We tried to build in more spots for people to meet. It was a bit of feedback we had last year and just try to cater for more opportunities to meet people there's actually a really nice little feature on the app whereby if you request a meeting with someone you can actually suggest a location there's a drop down and quite a few locations come up so should be really easy to meet the the people that you want to meet There's a tech zone brought to you by uh, Infront that's going to be hosting some uh, nice little sessions throughout the two days. Uh, So excited to see what they bring. Um, Leaders ourselves will be providing some charging because that's important. Uh, If you need to jump on a laptop, if you need to charge up your phone, we will provide that for you. So just generally, I think lots of lots of new bits and pieces going on in that space.
0: Experience enhancements.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's important.
0: Shall we do the lunch bit? Because okay. I will fight anyone who suggests that we don't have the best lunch in the sports industry.
2: Well, I've tasted it. And yeah, yeah. we have the been it a couple of weeks I
0: multiple <laughs> tasting sessions. I finally by? got myself always, on them. Always seem to be on a Friday afternoon as well.
2: Yes. Well timed. Well timed. Yeah. Very well timed. So
0: what's what's the lunch? What's the menu?
2: So, do you, do you want me to give you, give you a quick well, rundown of all a, the flavour. All the options. Yeah, flavour, if you um, will. Not
1: the full menu, but
2: a flavour. Some cured sea bass tarts. Oh, wow. I, get, I know, I'm starting off strong. Braised leg of lamb. Chorizo sausage roll with a nice little beet dip. Set pumpkin custard. And I yeah. can see you're both salivating. Any sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> it's lunchtime now, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. I can see you get very excited. Yeah. This, is, this is the reaction I wanted. Um, chicken katsu bowls. Cider braised ham hock. Open lamb kebabs. Oh, it's going it's, it's, it's it's to be tasty, be, isn't it? It's, it's going to be, be tasty. It's going to be super, super tasty. It's Yeah, it's going to be good.
1: It is true that that has always been a staple of leaders, the food. I remember the first year I went to leaders, which is probably nine years ago now, and Jimmy just saying, the food is amazing. The food is really important. All people will talk about after is the food. If you don't get the food right, and I was like, wow, okay, the food is important. But you'd, you'd
2: be amazed. The, the amount of feedback we get. Um positive, very positive, but the number of people that in the feedback surveys will call out the food and the menu, I think reinforces how important it is. Because no one wants to go to a conference and eat rubbish food. No, will have to pay for their food. I was or just going to say, pay for <laughs> their food.
0: it's worth mentioning, all of this is included in your delegate pass uh, yes. for free which is, you know, incredible value, I would suggest.
2: And no, there will be no soups and salad. uh, No sandwiches. No soups, no sandwiches. There is salad. We got rid of those because it won't be a surprise nobody ate them. So they've they've gone, I'm afraid.
0: Okay. Also new for this year is our creative stage, which we will come on to talk about now. And the idea behind this really is, unashamedly, to help attract more brands to the event, more brand representation from some of the big and biggest organizations and companies in the world who are active in sports sponsorship or thinking about it. And also to build out, continue to build out our marketing and creative audience whether that's from agencies or increasingly as we talked about earlier with kenny from sports teams and uh really excited about this i think there's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun we've got a, a great program lined up for this some sports sessions as you would imagine but a lot of non-sport sessions as well just to pick out a couple for you uh, on that creative stage we have a session with uh universal music group uh jennifer mm-hmm. hills who's the managing director of the brands division within Universal Music Group is going to be with us to discuss the relationship between sport and music, what that looks like now, what that looks like into the future. We will have, are either of you users of the Nextdoor app? I'm not, no. The community snooping app? No,
2: go on, But I know you're a big fan.
0: Stephanie Lawrence from Nextdoor is going to be with us. They don't do anything in sport at the moment but they're really keen to learn about sport. And also we're going to run a session with them to talk to the the industry about how to build really powerful and impactful communities. Uh, We've got a load of brands on the stage as well. Eon, Unilever, Coke, Pepsi, General Mills. Uh, So a lot of the big holding companies with lots Mm. of multiple brands underneath them, which I think will be really interesting to dig into how they're thinking, what they're looking at across the industry and what they think is going to be important aside from the creative stage and it's worth saying that is one of three full stages that we have programmed this year there's a lot of content i would strongly advise one for the one for the post event debrief (laughs) um but there's there is genuinely as you said earlier laura i think something for everybody and all sorts of topics covered but what are you looking forward to if you had to pick a session out what what's the one that's piquing your interest i've got one go on
1: um love 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 the idea of the sponsorship 101 so this kind of (laughs) for and against we finally got it in there yeah the for and against of the value of sports sponsorship because I was just today listening to a podcast about you know I think there's a danger that in the sports industry we live in a world where we talk a lot about sports sponsorship you know we have a lot of brands who have long invested in sports as a part of their marketing strategy but I think it would be reticent to not think that there's an entire industry of people and a whole world that doesn't believe in sports sponsorship um, as part of its marketing strategy. So I love the idea of having a really healthy debate around the for's and against of
2: sports does that Does that translate sponsorship room 101 outside of the UK?
0: Yes, we checked. We checked. It? Yeah, That's great. it's a global format.
2: Good, Good diligence. people know what it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we've done our. We've done our who work. Who did you take that, that with? That. Oh, various people. We had, you know, we had a lot of conversations with a lot of people who couldn't do it, and uh, a great group of people who will be on stage. So we're basically bringing together four senior brand representatives, brand executives, who are going to come and tell the industry what they hate slash what they would change in the industry. And we're mm-hmm. going to put it to the vote.
1: When's that great. one? day? Which That's day?
0: the end of the second day on the creative stage. So Thursday afternoon, stick around for that. It's going to be uh, a lot of fun and, uh, yeah, good way to finish, I think.
1: I would say also, just on that note before um, Hannah, prepare your your fave. But day two is rocking. I think, I mean, typically speaking, just someone said the other day day one just because for no other reason than it's day one always is the busier day but day two from a content perspective i think is absolutely rocking so people are mad if they don't come on day two
0: absolutely we'll have mark bullingham on stage the chief executive of the fa in conversation with ellen white lioness's legend of course the dynamic there is ellen white asking the questions she's always wanted to ask Quote the boss, the the most powerful person in English football. So I think that's really going to be a uh, special session. But yes, agreed. We've uh, we've got a stacked lineup on on both days. Actually, uh, the way it's all coming together. Hannah, any sessions that you're particularly looking out for? So
2: many, so many. Um... AI advantage one. uh, The session with Coca-Cola, I think, is going to be brilliant. Um, So how leading brands are using AI to win. I think that's going to be a great one. Bit of a buzzword of the moment. I think a lot of people very, very tuned into that. Can I also just call out the Juliet Slots session, Arsenal. I think that is going to be a cracker. Um, All about the data behind women's football. I think that one's going to be a really good one to watch. And actually the tech innovation stage in general, Um, so this is our partner-led stage. The number of amazing speakers on that stage is incredible.
0: It is uh, pretty stacked as a lineup. Um, The Juliet Slot session is actually on that stage and will be one of a number. I think women's sport and its continued development Mm. is Mm -hmm. going to be one of the big sort of through lines of the event. And there's always something, there's always a topic or two that is talked about off stage as much as it's talked about on the stage and i really think this is going to be one of those topics this year and we're really trying to advance the conversation and start from the point where everybody in the room acknowledges and understands that there is a huge opportunity and i think we've heard that a lot Hopefully, we're putting together a number of sessions that really talk about demonstrable progress and action. Sarai Behrman, the chief women's football officer at FIFA, will be on stage recapping on the World Cup, but also looking ahead to what the World Cup looks like in four years' time in 2027 and what FIFA's planning to do in terms of the global women's football picture around development and player training and all of that. Belinda Moore and Fran Connolly will be on stage with us. Belinda, of course, the chief executive at Premiership Women's Rugby. Fran is the chief executive of England Netball. Uh, Two sports there and two CEOs there really looking to raise the profile and build the brands Hmm. of those two uh, organisations. And I'm really looking forward to that. And Laura, I think you're moderating that one. So that will be one to tune in for.
1: I think to your point, DC, it is moving the conversation on. For me, going into Leeswick, I'll say this, now so that we can hold ourselves to account on it is we do not want to be hearing the same conversations about the opportunity you can argue the opportunity is absolutely there now and and people recognize it it's how do we actually talk in some depth about how the value of women's sport is going to be realized what are the commercial models to see that realization thinking of it more as a startup that is on a journey to maturing and really getting some deeper conversations about how we can realize that and that's an area where you know you think about leaders we can and where we genuinely want to bring people together that can help one another to figure that out i think that's a really great opportunity but we we should absolutely set ourselves the challenge of moving the conversation on and realizing sort of actions that can help move that forward a
0: couple of other uh sort of Bucket content areas To look out for Sports investment Private equity That world of investing In sports Mm. organisations Of all types Will be a big Talking point, I think, through the uh, two days, um, we've got an investment hour um, early on day one on the headline stage featuring Don Davis, the founder of the Professional Fighters League, and Kara Nortman uh, from Monarch Collective, which is an investment fund. Um, but also, Kara is one of the investors in Angel City. Um, so really looking forward to that and getting in the weeds of what great sports investments actually look like and how they're structured and how that world is evolving, that sort of wider world of finance and how it's impacting sport also wanted to just call out big international representation in terms of attendees. Mm. I think it's 60, 70 plus countries will be represented. Mm -hmm. It is genuinely a global event. And that will also, of course, be reflected on stage. Uh, Victor Montagliani, the president of CONCACAF, the governing body for football in the US, in Mexico and in Central America, will be on stage with us. James Johnson, the CEO of Football Australia, uh, will have lots of team representation as well from Europe and America. The Chicago Bears, the Coming in force, Kevin Warren, the chief executive, Karen Murphy, the chief financial officer, Looking forward to that session, really Mm. getting into a leadership session, essentially, getting into the dynamics between senior executives and how they work together to raise the brand, to help the team win, and to create a sustainable business. And uh, Lena Saluku, the CEO of AS Rome, we're really looking forward to having her on stage and welcoming her to the event Mm. as Mm -hmm. well, amongst many others. Full details of the agenda are on our website, of course. Wow, there's a lot. is a lot. There? Have we <laughs> missed? Any- Have we missed anything? <laughs>
1: Have we missed it? Leaders oh, after dark. Yeah, we haven't talked about the social. Well,
0: I was going to ask quick fire round. What's the? What's your favourite bit of Leaders Week? What What is the thing you're looking forward to outside of the the on stage content?
2: go on hannah yeah i'll go leaders after dark for me so so this is our social program it kicks in from about five o'clock on day one with um partner drinks in, in the partner village um and then it goes through all the way we're up in the rose garden um more food lovely bit of rotisserie chicken some pizzas live band 360 video booths. So I'm looking forward to seeing you in that DC <laughs> well, I keep finding I'm
1: still finding new things out like, we look, like to keep, you know
2: we like to surprise you as we go I've not heard about the 360 I'm not even sure what a 360, 360
0: video booth is but I'm looking well, you'll forward find to find out yeah. you'll
2: find out yeah I'm looking forward to seeing lots of uh, images online after people have had a couple of drinks um, but I think Leaders After Dark it's where I think people we can go and have a drink. Um, people, I think, in a less formal environment than the sort of content in the day, they let their guards down a little bit. That's where some of the best relationships are formed. Um, so always worth sticking around until the end, coming with us to that.
1: And not, it's fun. There's also non-alcoholic options available. There is, of I think course, the world is changing. Lots, it, it, know, is be... it is indeed.
2: I did say have a drink, not an alcoholic drink.
1: True, yes. Yeah, I just thought I'd stipulate that it, there's also non-alcoholic. We haven't mentioned Leaders Club for ha- no. happening on day two. So for, I guess, aspiring leaders who are not necessarily the heads of director level that would typically attend leaders, we are hosting a forum on the afternoon of the Thursday at Twickenham, but in a slightly different part of Twickenham. That, I think, if you've got anyone in your team who you think is a real... Future star, current star, high performer, great opportunity to give them some value and give them an opportunity to do a skills session. We've got some fantastic speakers coming to that to share their experience. So want to give that a little shout out.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, my favourite bit of Leaders Week is the bit sort of mid-morning on the first day between mid morning and lunch when you suddenly realize it's just incredibly busy and there's so much <laughs> going on
1: you've jinxed um, that now yeah no, we we'll about it's registration going
0: to be busy we're not jinxing anything we know it's going to be busy <laughs> and uh, i love that moment because it's you know we're all underway everything's rolling and you know everybody's there and in i mean
2: the regi- that's post registration yeah that's that's the bit that's that's the scary bit it's like your birthday party you think is anyone going to come mm. On that sort of, you know, at about we open we open at eight o'clock. Registration opens at eight a.m. So about quarter to eight. Don't talk to me at about quarter to eight. It's a stressful. Yeah, time. we need to
1: get those first couple of hours out of the way, and then we're yeah
2: we're plain sailing from there.
0: What's your top tip for anybody maybe attending leaders for the first time?
2: Mine. Um, so a couple of things. I think number one, don't fear your peer. I think you're there to bit of a catchphrase. Ooh. Oh,
1: don't fear. Did that's you, nice. Have I just done a, a DC? Have you you I done a
2: DC? A <laughs> Do you say that again? Don't fear your peer. It sort. Of, does it rhyme? It doesn't quite rhyme. It's a hard that rhyme. That That rhymes. Yeah. 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 Don't yeah. fear your peer. What does it mean? It means. I think you're there to to meet people to make new relationships. So don't be afraid to go over and talk to people. Put yourself into conversations where you see an opportunity. Um, if you're feeling a little bit like, you know, you've got no one to talk to, come find a leaders, member of staff. Mm. We'll always, you know, have a chat with you, introduce you to people that we can. And I read something else about um, at events and it's called the Pac-Man Theory. Oh. And I know, I'm just full of them. The Pac-Man Theory is... Eat Eat or be eaten. If- no, no, not quite. Okay. Not we're off food. We've done food. I'm um, intrigued. You start. So if you're in a group of people, always leave a space for somebody else to join. That's um, great. Yeah, I've and never it's, heard it of just, it. I think as a collective of it, as a collective of people at an event, let's just really kind of encourage those relationships. Let's encourage people being able to reach out, feel like they can step into a conversation, and um, make space for people to join. I think is it's good it's a good
0: tip. Was that. Uh, from your secret event director's Slack channel.
2: That's, yeah, you know, my my private, (laughs) private. That's where I'm
0: talking
1: to the industry. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's, it is the talk to someone new, get stuck in, Mm. like talk to someone new, feel like you've come away, met someone new that you can genuinely follow up with. And I think if you've got four or five of those, that's great. But it is, especially in the sports industry, you do see a lot of the same people talking to the same people. So mm-hmm. encouraging people to go outside of their comfort zone a little bit, I think.
0: Yeah, there's so many interesting people in attendance, mm. like with all sorts of, you know, and wacky it's no, job titles yeah. um, from really interesting organizations.
2: Definitely. It's no exaggeration, I not think, to say that like we know because we've had the feedback that conversations happen at leaders that genuinely transform people's businesses and their lives, essentially. So be open to that and don't be afraid to chat to people.
0: And building on what both of you have said, my top tip is carry a little pocket notebook and make it's notes. I think nice. business cards, Is that called business cards, I think are over.
1: I'm not sure. I think it depends who you speak to.
0: Mm. Well, not everybody will have a business card, whereas four or five years ago, I think probably most people would. So, but I, I do think there is something in, and I hear the phone thing, but I think I personally like to just write, you know, a little bit of you know pad something paper, personal just something remind Something personal you. little notes about what you've heard what you've seen who you've met all of that is very useful because it's the it's the post event follow ups mm. that sort of Absolutely. Um, crystallize a lot of these relationships
2: and do plan ahead because like we said there is a lot going on you won't be able to go to everything
0: it's almost like we rehearsed Sessions this clash.
2: we didn't we didn't say that you can watch back though right you can
0: via the leaders via the app, app. Yes. so if you are already down to attend Leaders Week, uh congratulations, first of all, you've made a terrific choice. Download the Leaders Event app from your chosen app store to access all the latest information about the agenda. There's that meeting booking facility and location booking facility uh, as well. And yes, the opportunity at the event to uh, watch anything that you have missed. And as we've said, there is stuff happening, multiple things happening at the same time. So it's also a really good way of planning out your couple of days. In terms of seeing the stuff in person, you really want to see. Uh, passes are unbelievably, it says, still available to attend the summit on the 18th and 19th of October. Wednesday the 18th, Thursday the 19th, Twickenham Stadium. Uh, if you would like to get yours, head to leadersinsport.com/leadersweek, and you can speak to one of our top team who will make sure they sort you out.
1: Should we do a thank you?
0: Are you about to thank me? I was me? about to thank
1: you. Oh, thanks, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I know, I actually was, but I was also going to thank the leaders team because I think what people don't see, and actually to be fair, a lot of people in sport will know this because they too work in live events. But you know, it, it, it's always amazing to me that the, the inbox comes alive two or three weeks before leaders. But you know, the team here have been working on that for 10, 12 months, you know, a long time. So a big thank you to them. Also to, we've got some new main partners this year, uh, Sony Sports Businesses, which is super interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing what's, what they've got planned. Tata Communications and Professional Fighters League, three brand new main partners, I think. So thank you to them for helping us put it on.
0: Yeah, and also quite a nice reflection of, some of the ways in which the industry is changing as well in terms of what those organizations do Mm -hmm. it always sort of tells a story about where the industry's at and leaders is the perfect place really to take the temperature of the industry get a feel for people's optimism levels about the next year and the years ahead so lots to look forward to hannah thank you laura thank you we'll call it a day there. back to work leaders week is coming soon and we will see you there
2: see you there thank you